Oh my God, guys, I'm so hot. What I'm saying is so hot. I can definitely cannot stand the hot weather. I'm the type of person that needs to be in an environment, you know, that's cool or the air conditioning is running 24-7, not, you know, an 80 degree Fahrenheit or 35 degree Celsius. I just can't. I just can't. Welcome back, better halfers. So yes, I am in, well, summer is in full blown right now. It's summertime. We're in the middle of summertime right now. I'm in, you know, recording this episode in Canada. And it's like, what? It feels like, uh, I feels like 30, 35 degrees Celsius. It's probably not that, but I just can't. And there, and there's sometimes I can stay in the hot weather, but not all the time. But sometimes when I get really hot and it reaches towards my head and my head gets really hot, it just feels like, you know, it's just that hot. Like my entire body feels really hot. Anyways, I'm not going to spend the next, you know, a few minutes <laughs> me ranting about the hot weather. But how y'all doing? I hope everybody's being safe. I hope everybody's doing well. And yes, welcome back. I am going to be talking about focus. How do you stay focused when you have several projects going on? Like how do you how do you juggle everything? And that's what I'm going to be talking about. So what does it mean to focus? So that's like really interesting because, you know, I have like several projects um, going on myself and I'm trying to figure out how do you focus when you have many things in the air, when you're juggling more than one plate, two plates, three plates, four plates, five plates. How are you able to create like equal amounts of time or be able to focus um, in the way you want to focus for each of those projects, how do you make sure they each get the right amount of attention? And that's very interesting for me because I feel like when something's more interesting than the next, I tend to drop it. I tend to drop that and then move on to the next thing. Um, or, or, you know, if it's less interesting, then I'm not, you know, doing it and then go to the more interesting thing. So how do I be able to keep my focus and be persistent even when projects get less interested or less interesting or, you know, um, doesn't really give you the goal or the results you're looking for? How do we continue to remain on those tasks? So the topic of focus definitely will actually topics of anything um, actually brings me to the internet. And if you guys see me chewing something, it's these chips. And let me just say, I'm not, of course, not sponsored by them. But Farm Boy is kind of like a grocery store in where I live. I don't know. It's not a Canadian thing, maybe an Ontario thing because I'm from Ontario, Canada. So... 
it's really good. I think that's a homemade tortilla chips. Oh, so crispy, so sweet, so fresh. But anyways, I'm eating that in the background. I'm well stopped eating it. And then I'm also drinking kombucha, uh, hibiscus and rose hips um, by Rise Kombucha Organics. So very, very delicious. So going by the topic of focus. So usually when I'm, my preliminary research, I try to do preliminary research on something that I don't know. And I start my, prelim my preliminary research on Google. And I try to understand, you know, how do I, you know, for instance, for this topic, how do I stay focused when you have so many things going on? And this is something that I think CEOs, um, managers, people maybe in like leadership roles or even not like mothers, um, you have to juggle a lot, multiple kids, multiple appointments, um, you know, um, a, you know, a rising professional, like, they probably have to figure out how to be focused too with many, many things going on and try not to be distracted by the things around them. So my preliminary research definitely brought me to an article. And the article was very interesting. And it basically explained everything that I was dealing with. And everything that I was dealing with um, and like, a uh, page <laughs> article very succinct and concise and very clear so let me read that to you and maybe this is maybe what you're dealing with as well okay so in the article it's when you google you know how to stay focused it's probably one of the first articles you'll find in the google page the first page and it's by joanna claire and it's titled how to unclutter your mind and stay focused on life essentials she doesn't really talk about you know how do you really juggle several tasks but this is definitely a couple of things that i'm definitely um dealing with um so in the article she talks about you know answering you know the your ghost thoughts is your life suffering because of your ghost thoughts and she describes these ghost thoughts, um, things that really disturb your process, your mental process. So the five things she names as, you know, the things that really disturbs your mental process is number one, resentment. So resenting, you know, people, you know, um, resenting what you make, resenting what you produce because it's never perfect. So it's never what you want it to be. And it ends up being the opposite of where you want it to be or life or the people around you, not where, you know, where they, you know, where you want them to be. And it basically just encourages you um, and encourage and encourages you, quote unquote, from Joanna. It even encourages you to quit and lead and punished life. That's very interesting because we resentment comes from the need to be perfect and <laughs> I definitely suffer from that, <laughs> from everything I do, from making a sandwich to writing a paper to even walking or, you know, the littlest things, you know, you have to do it, you know, um, right. And, you know, or, you know, comparing yourself. I think comparing is also in there as well. You resent your life because it's not this. It's not, 
this based on what, you know, for other people based on what they're seeing, what they're being exposed to. For me anyway, um, I think I tend to judge myself. I'm not the type of person who likes to compare. And of course, I do compare myself unconsciously. I tend to judge myself and grade my life. So if I'm not where I'm supposed to be, I judge myself. If I'm not who I'm supposed to hang out with, like with the pre- with the type of people I'm supposed to hang out with, I judge myself. And I am the harshest critic. I am my own harshest critic. So I tend to do that. And because I'm not there, I then tend to constantly, you're constantly basically punishing yourself, telling you, you're not there yet. You're not where you want to be. And I definitely sometimes go through that and have gone through that. So that's one, resentment. Number two, jealousy. Jealousy and guilt often go together. You want to be something, but you don't want others to be what you're not. Ooh, that's good. Let me repeat that. You want to be something but you don't want others to be what you're not. So essentially, you want to be something, right? Uh, based on what you're exposed to, what you're looking at. But you don't want the people around you to be the person that you're running away from. And that's... And that's definitely true. I think for me, when it comes to friends, I'm in the place of my life that I want to be intentional in the type of friends I pick and the type of people I surround myself because I am trying to be and, you know, grow and grow upwards um, exponentially. And by doing that, I want to surround myself with people who feed my soul and make me a better person and give me an opportunity for for me to help them be a better person and we can grow off each other but there's definitely something in regards to you know surrounding yourself with people who are at least at where you are or you know who are at at the place that you are that you're 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 um running to your the the place that you're trying to go you know so I definitely want to surround myself with people like that I definitely want to surround myself with people who already learn type of lessons that I'm that I'm going through learn the mistakes that I'm going through and have survived them and at the same time people who aren't success successful in their own right um, but have maybe unconventional paths and conventional paths and are loyal and kind and all the traditional characteristics of a friend, but where you're able to, you know, grow together. I think that's very, very important. And then the third thing is guilt. Ooh, guilt. Mm, that's very, very good. What are you guilty of? You know, You see people, so from Joanna, you see people around you getting ahead in life, but you still feel that you're going nowhere. It literally pushes your thoughts fast forward 
and makes you think about what isn't going to be okay and how everyone else is doing fine. So, and this is the reason why I do not really go on social media because social media is just flex culture and it just basically perpetuates flex culture and some of you are wondering what is flex what is flex culture so the the constant need to brag the constant need to show off and this could be from you know you getting an a on a test to winning a contest to getting a great job and getting a new car or house or getting that sponsorship the constant need to brag and flex and there's not a lot of people online that are authentic and the people who are authentic will not show themselves online, <laughs> right? So, and that's the reason why I don't go on social media because of that, because the, of this flex culture. I want to be in a place where I'm not constantly feeling guilty of my own life. And because, and I know myself, I know my body and I know my mind and because of that, I know that if I go on social media, I will definitely feel guilty, um, feel jealous, feel maybe some resentment because of that. And I'll start to think about, you know, the things I've done in the past and what could have been if I did this and this and that. And that's very, that, that type of thinking process hinders your progress. It hinders you hinders you from moving forward. So I really try not to do that. And I'm really on I'm really active on rarely, rarely active on social media. So guilt is um definitely the third ghost for sure. Uh the fourth, depression. So Joanna states when you aren't allowed to do what you want to do or can do, this ghost strikes. So this is like I don't think I have never, you know, clinically been diagnosed with depression, but I think the inability to do what you want to do and do what you need to do in life, especially when you're ready to do it and you don't have the opportunity to get in, there's no access to, you know, access for it is very, very frustrating because... You believe that you have all of the skills and you, you believe you're ready, but you're, you're blocked from it. You're blocked from it. And that's, I feel like sometimes that has been like my entire life. That has been my entire life. You know, when you're just so ready to do something, but there is no opportunity to do it. No one has given you a platform to do it. And I've realized that for me, when it comes, for me, when it comes to, that that ghost uh, depression. I just have to find joy in to in into in whatever I'm doing, and I have to create that own opportunity. I have to create that own, you know, access uh, that own platform for myself, and create my own opportunities to get where I need to go, and do what and do what I want to do. So I'm gonna do it. I'm. And I'm that go-getter in that way because I am done sitting around and feeling mopey about, you know, me not being there, me not doing this because I don't have this and I don't have that. You have to be grateful for what you do have and make use of that. And I think I'm at the point in my life I finally understand what that actually means. So depression, do y'all have that? Is that hindering you? 
And then fear. Society wants you to be different. Um, it appreciates different. But society thrives on, you know, a constant culture, the same culture. So it's very, very interesting, you know. Um, society, everybody wants to be different. But it's very hard to be different because when you start being different, you're challenging the status quo. Ooh, it's good. You're challenging the status quo, y'all. So these are the things. And this is all. And I can talk about all of this when it comes to challenging of trying to be focused. I can start. I'm going to start by fear and then going backwards. So fear, you know not being validated, not being validated enough. I think, and, and I'm, of course, I'm talking to my experiences and this is maybe an opportunity for you to reflect and do some introspection as well. For me, it's fear not being validated for what I'm doing. I'm the type of person um, who needs external validation before before I do anything. And I'm trying to break that habit but because I'm not getting that validation um, from anywhere, it's really hard to push forward on your own, right? It's really hard to push forward. And regardless, I'm still a person who's extremely self-motivated. But when you're trying to, when you're doing something that goes against, you know, the traditional way of doing something, it can be very difficult when, let's say, you're the only one you know from the people that you know, including your family and friends that are doing it, right? So when I'm doing a task and I'm type of per- I'm the I'm the person, I'm the only the type of person who is doing it, as the people that are doing it around me, it's hard to to stay focused. It's hard to continue and to stay constant on that. And yeah, your fear, your fear, you're afraid because in what you're doing, the final result may not be accepted, may not be appreciated. Depression. So, you know, not having, for me anyway, not having the enough time and the opportunity to fully focus and give each of my tasks the right amount of time and attention that it deserves, that's that's definitely key. That's definitely key. So I definitely, definitely suffer from that. Sometimes I'm here and there. Sometimes every day. <laughs> guilt. And yeah, I do feel guilty sometimes that I am not giving, you know, the enough right attention. And maybe I'm not, not, I'm being guilty that I'm focusing on the wrong things. Uh, and I'll talk about more after I quickly talk about jealousy and um resentment uh feeling jealous of people who are able to juggle three or four or five different tasks at a time and be able to accomplish all of them at once and these are the type of people that you don't know they won't tell you that they're doing something right but once they finish it they'll let everybody know 
and you're like whoa how did you do that how did you make how did you do that clothing line how did you how were you able to market your business like that that's incredible but we don't know that it took them actually six months to actually come up with the plan trial and error you know going and you know meeting different types of individuals and finding the right person so we actually don't know but of course the green eye green monster you know brings up its ugly head resentment um yeah what you're producing doesn't feel right what you're producing doesn't feel perfect and and let me talk about some a couple of things before i wrap up so the resentment part, um, I'm trying to really get away from that for sure. I am trying to get away from the ability of uh, trying to produce something that is perfect because nothing will be perfect. And yes, you know, make sure you put in the amount of time, make sure you put in the amount of effort and all of this and Make sure you dot your I's and cross your T's and you focus on the details. But just do it. Just do it. And that's something that I'm beating into my brain. Just do it. Do not create an oasis. Don't spend two hours creating an oasis. Um, you know, and then spend 15 minutes on writing. Just do it. Whatever you just you know have that pocket of time and that's for me is writing you know i am the type of person who needs to find the right space and i need to be in the right mindset find the right space to you know be in the right mood to just write something so i'm doing this writing project and i sometimes have to remind myself that you don't have to be in the type of mindset like do it. i'm telling myself to write something when i'm not in a good mood, you know, when I'm angry or sad or, you know, in a different mood. Because I think it would definitely challenge the way our brains work, challenge the way we see things and force ourselves to get out of this pattern. Uh, for me, a self-destructive pattern. And yes, just producing it. So I think out of all of that, and I think Joanna did conclude on her article and she said how do you fight these five ghosts i've been talking about is by being passionate finding something that you like and how do you find something that you like is procrastination i know it's weird but i definitely have experienced it now for a few times especially doing this COVID 19 stuff i've definitely taken some time to figure out what do i really like what makes me happy right now what can i do to get out of this whole COVID 19 situation and finding different you know uh projects and finding different hobbies that i actually enjoy doing and just doing that and just being consistent on that has been something of course i'm working on because i'm juggling all these many things but being procrastinate and i being procrastinating 
somehow produces the type of creativity that we're looking for, if that makes sense. And I think a lot of creative, highly creative individuals um, around the world definitely tell you that doing nothing produces something. Uh, And being busy all the time may not allow you to step back and figure out, you know, the why and uh, you know, if this is important, you know what I mean? Like just because you're doing six projects at a time and you're constantly doing it doesn't mean you actually like doing it. Doesn't mean it's important for, you know, it's, it's what you should be doing right now. It's important for your why it's good for your long term. And sometimes stepping back and doing nothing actually does help and that's why what I've been doing actually is not putting too much pressure on myself when I'm not doing anything because I'm the type of person who loves to keep busy but I also do love to relax so I have to learn how to balance the two and not feel too guilty on myself when I do decide not to do anything for an entire day that is fine and for my busy bodies and for my typey personalities y'all know what i'm talking about you just need to be doing something okay it don't have to be it doesn't have to be something you know grandiose you know maybe clean spending the entire day cleaning the entire house it was something you need to do but just just not doing anything substantive um is something that we should definitely be focusing on and trying to incorporate into our day. So how do I juggle all of these things? I guess, how do we stay focused? Um, I guess just trying to be easy to ourselves. I mean, when I mean easy, I mean try to be kind to ourselves and take it easy, I guess that's what I was trying to say. Take it easy and try to procrastinate, not do anything. Because actually when we're procrastinating, our brains are still thinking about things that we should be thinking about. But we're not consciously thinking about it, if that makes sense. So when you actually take a break off of a project and go back to it, you actually able to have greater creative juices and produce greater um, meaningful things because you're able to take that break and just have your brain relax. So procrastinate, I guess, and, you know, take it easy. Um, Don't feel too guilty. Don't be thinking about those five ghosts. Those five ghosts are scary. Fear, guilt, uh, jealousy, resentment. And I know it's easier said than done. I'm trying to practice it every morning because every morning I somehow come up um, I'm in this anxiety-focused mind where I constantly have to start my morning routine and get off of that. And um, it's been working. It's been helping. But just, you know, finding the things that you're passionate about it and focusing on those things that you're passionate about. And don't feel too guilty on how much time you're spending on it. Unless there's a deadline, then you'll prioritize, of course. But giving it the amount of time you want it to give it and don't be feel too guilty by doing it i guess is what i'm trying to say and uh um yeah you know you could cover your day and you could do the whole pomodoro effect and try and spend 20 minutes 
um, out of the day, uh, 20 minutes do intensive um, work every 20 minutes. And then after 20 minutes, take a five minute break or, you know, spend like three, have a to do list and write three to five things that you want to accomplish for the day and just do that. That is something I've definitely been incorporating and that's definitely been helping. So, yeah, I think those are the things after reading that article. Definitely put a lot of things in perspective. And I realized, yeah, it really is my mental state. And um, really focusing on the things that I'm passionate about really does help. I hope it, I hope it definitely helps with you guys. Helps you guys think, think things through in your life. And um, yeah, leave me a review and tell me what you all think about this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I'll see you soon. I'll talk to you soon, I guess. <laughs>